listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. Keep your arms in, hands in, head down. Down. Just relax and let your mind go blank. It shouldn't be hard for you. Welcome to the episode 16 and a half of the One Tech <laughs> Podcast. Uh, I say 16 and a half because we literally recorded 37 minutes last night and it just did not show up. Wait, oh there's, man. There's 37 minutes of angry takes and it's just lost the internet forever. Yeah. Thanks, Dex. <laughs> I love that my podcast mates are not bitter at all. They've been entirely supportive during this very trying time for us. Yeah, um, I'm grateful for. Totally that. not mad. A totally not mad person right here. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's all been one big happy. I moment. watched this movie twice. We're so excited to talk about Avatar so... again. You watched this movie twice on your own merit. That that's entirely true. I just wanted I wanted to pin it on somebody. Eventually, uh, who recommended this? When will you shout him out? I'll take him down. Okay, we'll just go ahead and do that right now. We're reviewing Avatar today from 2009, and that uh, was recommended to us by uh, Everett Manser, who is a who's been following us from. He's a day one day one on Twitter. Um, he and Dex are actually pretty good friends, right, Dex? Hell yeah, that's the homie. Well, uh, the homie recommended a dud of a movie. I don't know why <laughs> he wanted us to, like some friend, like he wanted us to review <laughs> this one. Totally not mad person, but... Um, not at all. Yeah, totally not mad. I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> no, he, he left a review and a five-star rating on our... Um, on our Apple iTunes, Apple podcast app, if you will. That's literally what it's called, not if you will. But uh, he left a five-star review, so if you do that, you get to pick the movie. It's a little bit of a wrinkle that we have in here. And for some reason, <laughs> he wanted us to watch the most okay movie of all time, Avatar. Not the last Airbender, the actual good TV series, or the actually really bad movie. Avatar, the, otherwise known as James Cameron's Hubris. <laughs> now that we're talking about it, big blue people in space. Would you have rather reviewed this movie or the last Airbender? Um, uh, Frank, what's his name? The M. Night Shyamalan joint. Thank you. Uh, I've never seen that, so I may. I wonder. I I would like to see the the trash fire that I know that it probably is, or that I've heard that it is at least. Dex, I, you've probably seen it, right? Because that's one of your favorite shows. Yeah, that's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Easily top five for me. Uh, and the movie is a big semi. <laughs> much worse than this movie it like shits on everything from the tv show it's it's bad it's not good i don't want to watch it again don't make me do that please <laughs> well i would kind of want to watch that instead of this because at least that's like you can make fun of like we can i'm 
it's buckle in. We're going to we're going to trash this movie coming up. But like at least if it was bad or knowing it was bad going in, you could just kind of anticipating anticipate that. I hadn't seen this movie in a decade, Avatar. And boy is it forgettable for a movie that made 2.7 billion dollars. This is the most forgettable movie. It's so crazy. Yeah, it's been kind of a running joke that nobody remembers anything about this movie. Nobody can name a character. Nobody can tell you a plot point other than that there are blue people in space and there's probably a tree involved. Like, that's what most people can tell you about the movie Avatar. Um, I watched this you movie watched twice. You watched it twice. Yeah. Back Why? to back. Because it's, it's so forgettable. This movie is completely forgettable. Um, like Dex was saying, I, I watched this movie today. I watched it yesterday. And except for Sam Worthington's character, Jake Sully, I can't name another character. They're so unmemorable. Um, and the plot points, like the Pocahontas ripoffs, like that's the most memorable portion of the story. But otherwise, else, I got nothing. Like none of it stuck. Yeah, we're off to a hot start already because I thought we got all the takes out yesterday. Oh, I'm so mad that we had to watch this movie. It's so boring. <laughs> The first, I don't know, the first hour and 30 minutes of this movie are all exposition. All All of it. Nothing happens. It is a two hour and 42 minute monstrosity that doesn't (laughs) do anything until 30 minutes left in the movie. Why, James? Why? So he can spend. (sighs) Yeah, that's not good. It was like watching it for the first time again because I didn't remember anything about this movie. And uh, yeah, I. Still don't remember anything about this movie now after having watched it again. So, fuck Avatar. What we're saying? No wrong. It was like you were gonna say, Jake. It was basically so he had an excuse to spend two hundred and fifty million dollars rather to make a movie. James Cameron would never make a movie for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. It was two hundred fifty million dollars he spent on this movie. He wrote this script like uh, the original idea for it after watching the Disney animated film Pocahontas in what 95 94 ish and he really wanted to make it by 1999 and it would have cost him 400 million dollars uh and the technology wasn't there so he just sat and waited like this has been a passion project for him and admittedly so like what he accomplished with the technology alone is worthy of praise but this is wild that this has just been sitting, or this was sitting on him for a decade and a half as a masterpiece for him to finally make. It's weird to just sit there and be like, one day, one day <laughs> the technology will be there and I will make this move. What if it never came? Like, what? what's the... <laughs> like, one day, I, I'm going to be sitting here, yeah, one day we're going to have flying cars. Or name an invention, <laughs> like... Uh, yeah. I can hope that an invention will come to the, you know, one day I'm going to be able to take a pill where I'm a superhuman. Okay, time to wait. Maybe one day you'll be on a foreign planet and you get to go into a stasis machine and then come out in an avatar and you can look like the native species. Yeah. That's the future. I don't care. James just, Cameron future. Oh, James Cameron. James Cameron. Uh, they could have made this 
a much more interesting movie by focusing on like literally Story. anything else that happened leading up to this. So like, okay, tell us about how y'all discovered this alien moon planet that mm-hmm. has these big ass blue people on it and how you learned to like become them. That's fucking insane. Let's talk about that. Why do we have to pick the least interesting thing to happen in this world to focus for two and a half hours on? Yeah, it's not like this is like technology that they've just been sitting on. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess we could just like use those machines and storage that make us look like aliens for this project. Like, I'm sure trillions of dollars in like interesting, crazy science went into making just for them to be avatars. That would be a cool movie. How did you discover unobtainium and that you could put it? It's the <laughs> most expensive thing ever, and it's the most uh, most needed. Uh, element ever how did you even discover it <laughs> yeah what, what? explain explain it spends an hour and a half explaining things but doesn't actually explain anything Ugh. okay real quick avatar 2009 from imdb it is a pg-13 movie it has a 7.8 user score on imdb which is actually higher than i thought it would be it's a two hour and 42 minute long it uses all of that time too not one it just like it wastes so much time but it makes sure that it uses all of its time james cameron's like if i'm making a movie i'm making a movie damn it hey <laughs> you're gonna know that there's there's just there's so much movie in this movie and <laughs> good god it came out December 18th, 2009, so it's a Christmas movie. I was saying last night before we got cut off, it was, is there like a five-hour director's cut just on the cutting room floor of this movie somewhere where For some sure. producer was had to be like, James. <laughs> yeah, stop. James, man, enough of the ponytail sex, dude. We got to like, we got to cut some of this out. Uh, For sure. Uh then again like knowing the technology the motion capture the i mean they they built a camera from scratch like out of nothing that used no lens elements to speak of like it basically visualized the 3d technology in real time so that way they can view the world in soundstage so it's possible that there's a lot left on the cutting room floor but i'm also questioning like that's so much digital hard drive space that some of these scenes like took 47 hours just to render alone. So I, there's probably stuff out there like deleted scenes, but I bet not a whole lot. Yeah, you're probably right. As far as like, or just there's a bunch of deleted scenes of just Sam Worthington and, and, uh, <laughs> and, oh, um, Zoe Saldana just walking around in green suits or something like that with <laughs> tennis balls on them. They just didn't, they just put them in the movie, but they never finished them. It's four hours of Sam Worthington's ADR just. Um, narrating what's going on around him. Ugh. We'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get into the whole look of the movie and everything too here because, like you said, it, it can't go without saying that this was a feat. Like, it was an accomplishment. But as a movie, and Dex, I know you agree, and I, Jake, you agree to an extent. As a movie, it's just... what? Why? No, like, for- I don't know. <laughs> um... I was thinking about this today on my second rewatch because I was, I was, I decided this rewatch instead of for the story elements, I was going to see like if I could be super impressed by 
the cinematography and the camera work and obviously and we'll get into it more the cgi is incredible and what they were able to accomplish and basically creating this world out of nothing was incredible part of me and i realize this is like a terrible and, and broken comparison but part of me kind of like thought that maybe this has like a little bit of a 1917 feel just like to make it more relevant where the story did not matter as much where it was more about like look at what we can do if you just give us a shit ton of money and like a sandbox to play with look what we can do well that was definitely how this was marketed for sure back in the day like look at this accomplishment like nothing you've ever seen before but cameron Except wants you to, that you've seen multiple times before yeah but cameron exactly because cameron wants you to care about these characters don't let him fool you you like you know like he wants you to be engrossed by sam worthington's acting for some reason which yeah. yikes all right so a paraplegic marine is dispatched to the moon pan uh, to the moon Pandora on a unique mission becomes torn between following his orders and protecting the world. He feels is his home is directed and written by James Cameron stars, <laughs> Sam Worthington, Zoe Saldana and Sigourney Weaver. Also, uh, Stephen Lang, Michelle Rodriguez. And as we discussed last night, I'm, gl- I'm sorry, we lost this joke. Giovanni Ribsy. <laughs> uh, I forgot about Ribsy. Bring Ribsy back. Yeah, Giovanni Ribsy. Uh, it has an 83 meta score, which is actually really, really good. And then it won three Oscars for Best Achievement in uh, Cinematography, Best Achievement in Visual Effects, because duh, and Best uh, best Achievement in Art Direction. And uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, just so we'll give that score, it has an 82% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes and an 82% uh, audience score, actually, which is higher than I thought it would be. And Dex, I posed this question to you last night before we got cut off, but is this more a movie that's just hated online now, a decade later? Because people really don't like this movie, like especially on Twitter. I feel like it's only hated online, but that's because it only really exists online. Like nobody talks about Avatar in real life. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be sitting around with your friends, like, having a beer. Like, oh, remember 2009 when we saw Avatar, the big blockbuster starring Sam Worthington? Like, no. (laughs) Nobody remembers shit about this movie. Like, nobody could tell you Sam Worthington was in it. Because Sam Worthington doesn't exist anymore. Avatar doesn't exist anymore. Like, it, this movie doesn't exist outside of people on Twitter being like, nobody remembers Avatar. We're glad Endgame took its spot. Because Endgame deserves it exists on Disney Plus, by the way. After I was wondering initially who distributed this movie, there's a huge win for Fox randomly. 20th Century Fox distributed this movie. Um, but yeah, now it lives on Disney Plus because our overlords, Disney, are buying up everything. But the. <laughs> so that's where it kind of lives now, and it's probably where it will stay. And Disney's definitely, you know, they, they have a. They're marketing the shit out of it. They got, a, they got that Avatar Park and everything else that's coming up in disney world if that ever opens again and all the all that shit so we have they got what avatar sequels planned for what like five sequels four sequels something like that yeah we'll talk about <laughs> we'll talk about that later mm, don't <laughs> stop it you can <laughs> please you can give a sequel fine i'll accept that but how much of the story is there really left to tell if you go on imdb it's like james cameron's next movies avatar 
2, Avatar 3, Avatar 4, Avatar 5. James! <laughs> no one cares! It's a paycheck at this point. Not for five movies. There's not enough world here, or not enough character development here to build five movies around. The whole development was, hey, military bad, earth trees, they're good. Let's put him in an avatar body because he can't walk. Story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, it, they accomplished all of their goals. America's not coming back big, you know, they're not coming back to get their ass whooped again. Or maybe they will. That's absolutely what's going to happen. Yeah, I was about to say, that's, even though this is a film without consequences, the sequel, I mean, this is basically like just government technology that they abused. Uncle Sam wants his money back. Yeah, they're just not li- they're just not leaving an alien race up there to uh there's some dude downstairs. You mean to tell me that you got your ass kicked <laughs> by a bunch of blue aliens? Go get me my money. <laughs> oh my god. Um Yeah, we got 16 minutes in. Dex, what do you um what do you give this as a grade? I, I think me and you both last night said C minus, but go ahead and describe why. Yeah, C minus. Like, obviously, it's still visually stunning. Like, it still looks incredible 10 years later. And that's the main point of the movie is that it looks really good. Okay, fine. It did all of that. Great. Wonderful. But as a movie, it sucks. The characters suck. You're not rooting for any of them. Like, the story is boring. Nothing happens for the first, like, hour and a half. At least when characters start dying, you don't really care. It doesn't feel like they're actually dying and you don't know their names anyway. So it doesn't matter. Like it, it fails everywhere as a movie except looking really good. So C minus Jake. Um, yesterday I gave them two ratings and I'm going to stick with them. Actually, I, I probably am downgrading now that I've watched it twice. Story wise, this is, this is a C minus. Um, not to steal from another much more popular podcast, this has no rewatchability to it at all. Like nobody is sitting on a Sunday None. going like, "Oh, hey, Avatar's on TNT. Let's just sit down and watch it." Like this movie ha- requires so much dedication from the audience to get into it. Like it, it doesn't incentivize you to like sit down and be like, "I'm interested in the Navi. I'm interested in this love story." Like, it requires you to want to be a part of it, and nobody has that time. Nobody cares anymore. Like, the the story has nothing compelling in it for me to be like, I'm going to sit down for two hours and 40 minutes. Granted, I've done that twice now, so <laughs> you won James Cameron. <laughs> well, uh, it's in your home now. The fact that so many people <laughs> went and parked their ass for two and a half hours at the theater in 2009 in the middle of a housing crisis is bananas. <laughs> it's true. Um and we yeah, were all broke. Just, all of our money went to Avatar. And I was 19 in college. I was very broke, but I went to it. Um, yeah, this, this story really, I mean, this is a story that has been told over and over and over again. It's, you know, anti-imperialism, pro-environment, all that nonsense. It's Pocahontas to me. Like, it's just blue Pocahontas. You can go farther back. It's Dances with Wolves, Princess Mononoke, Emerald Forest. Like, it is a movie that... Burn Gully. That, yeah, it's a story you've been told 
since the dawn of time. Like, I mean, it, this is a very popular story. It's just a reimagining of that. Granted, in a cool world. Um, and so what I give it an A for is what this film accomplished on the CGI and what it accomplished with motion capture and everything. Like, the entire reason that we have Endgame is because James Cameron got to play in his sandbox and make this film. Mm-hmm. He made up a camera system out of thin air that's still being used today. The fusion camera system is wildly popular. Um, video games that we're playing, like we talked about this yesterday, is it like because of what Avatar accomplished technology-wise is the reason we have so much of what's going on in entertainment. Like they basically not so much broke the ground, but really like injected the millions of dollars that really allowed this thing to go from sort of a niche funding to have to every film now needs to use these technologies. It is weird that now watching it, I was watching it and I, and I wrote down and I said yesterday, of course, that it needed, it needs to be watched on the biggest screen that you can watch it on. And that's not to take away from the movie. It just doesn't look the same on your phone. Cause I had to watch a little bit of it on my phone mm-hmm. and it just didn't look, you know, it just didn't hold up the way that I thought it would have. Um, but yeah, I, it, it's bad to say it now. You have to think about it in 2009 context In 2009 context this blew everybody's mind. Like, whoa, what, what the hell is this? And, but now it's like, I pop on the last of us and it looks like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, so when you look at it from a rewatchability standpoint, you're like, oh, this looks just as good today, but it also looks like any video game that I can pop into my PS4. But in 2009 mm-hmm. context, you're right. You're like, oh shit. It's like when people saw star Wars for the first time or, uh, something like that and they're just when like the lightsabers popped up you're all like whoa witchcraft yeah like (laughs) yeah so but dex you mentioned and 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 jake you mentioned this point just a little this is a chore to watch oh so much so much. yeah it sucks it's so hard to sit through just nothing happens for so long and this is coming from people who like watched hours of love is blind and tiger king and shit like (laughs) <laughs> like we're good at watching garbage tv so it's not like maybe it's we're not just like, desensitized now yeah and yeah, maybe we just don't understand high art our brain we got big dumb dumb brains we can't understand james cameron's high art um yeah so i don't know it it, it is it, it does hold a place in history obviously and it'll it should be in any film school or any film library or the library of congress what have you any film museum it should definitely have its place but on my tv on disney plus i could do nope i'll take a nap (laughs) yeah never again i'm not watching this movie ever again jake i don't know how you did it back to back days i would rather die (laughs) (laughs) send me the (laughs) road just take me down Jeez, <laughs> do not wish that on yourself. Um, well, yeah, true. Don't give me the Rona. I don't want to die. I'm too pretty. 
he's going to live forever. Well, then again, if you have to hear Sam Worthington's weird narration again, you may want it. Oh, God. Oh. And I wanted to start there because we start off with narration by Sam Worthington, who nobody knew who he was outside of uh, Britain or Australia. And he doesn't know what accent he wants to do. No, he was living out of his car at the time when he got the call to audition. And I think he was fourth or fifth in line to be Jake Sully. So wasn't even the popular choice. Granted, ended up getting it, but yeah. They, um, they spent $250 million on this movie and they didn't pay an actor a crumb of that. <laughs> no, for sure not. Like I think I think Sigourney Weaver for sure is like the biggest name in this movie. Mm-hmm. Now it's Zoe Saldana, but like then, you know, she'd been on Aliens and everything else, has that James Cameron connection. So and maybe she even did it for the cheap because she has that James Cameron connection. But they didn't pay they definitely didn't pay anybody else in this movie. Yeah. I've never seen any of these people again after this movie. Like the the friend guy who looks like Andrew Luck, uh what is he doing now? <laughs> he might be doing the same thing Andrew Luck is doing, just being at home chilling, retired, because never seen him. He's a he's a character actor. He's in a few he's in a few things, but like, um, yeah, you're right. And, and it, it, Zoe Saldana has been in major major franchise. She's in the two highest grossing movies of all time, which is kind of interesting. But I guess if you want to make your movies high grossing, put Zoe Saldana in it. But uh, so they're in cryo sleep for five years, which sounds terrible. Although I guess you just don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you wouldn't notice. Can you imagine time. waking up? It's five years later. I don't know. I just all cryo sleep always has bugged me out. Just like, ugh. just like in the terms of like, you you fall asleep and it's twenty twenty, and the next time you're conscious it's twenty twenty five. Yeah. Like you yeah, stay the same, you literally stay the same age. Everybody else around you is old. Yeah. So, would you rather spend five years in cryo sleep like Avatar, mm-hmm. or five years in whatever the dusty realm is that people went to after the snap in Infinity War? It's the same thing, though, right? Yeah. Basically. No. I mean, I think in. In game or yeah, in end game, they didn't notice the five years. Yeah, like and they just came back like nothing happened. But in cryo sleep, it's like they woke up and their legs like didn't work the same and like they were dizzy and stuff. Well, I guess but, if yeah. the other than that, I guess I guess the if there's no side effects, then snap me out of existence. That's fine, whatever. <laughs> as long as you get to come back. <laughs> yeah, like if I, I mean, does it hurt going dust away? Me. Because yeah, dust, dust me, King. Um. <laughs> it does it hurt going away like because spider-man didn't like it but i don't know if it hurts going away i don't want it fair enough <laughs> uh, uh how do you get put the cryo sleep are you frozen I, 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 no one has ever explained it for me they've always just in sci-fi movies it's always just like you're going to go into cryo sleep Okay, cool. Thanks. How do we know this works? We put you in a pod, and, and that's that. Um, man, I don't know. 
the one uh, film that I watched that like attempted to somewhat explain it was that Passengers movie with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence, which is a whole other nightmare in itself. The one where he wakes her up. Yeah. And it's just like not Munchausen's, but uh what's the uh what's the one um where you fall oh, like in love with Stockholm syndrome? Yes, it's just basically Stockholm syndrome. The movie. Yeah. Um Yeah. Uh, back to the narration though. Go for the it. The opening line is, "I started having these dreams of flying." That's the whole movie. The exciting part of this movie is when they fly on the banshees. Mm-hmm. So they just gave away the plot point early on. They expect nothing of you, the audience member. Just here it is. They explain everything to you in this movie. They don't let you think one time. No. Even to go as so far as to go so far as to say in exposition, where Giovanni Ribzi goes up to (laughs) goes up to the the lead scientist Sigourney Weaver and says, "Hey, come here, look at this. This is unobtainium. This is what we're here for." Like, bitch, (laughs) I know. I'm here too. (laughs) I am also on this planet. Like, she didn't go to the same space orientation. Yeah, I just learned <laughs> years and years of alien culture to not know, like, why we're on the alien planet in the first place. I just know this shit. It doesn't matter. I don't get why. She is a that, space missionary. She's teaching the Navi English for no God knows reason. Like, she's smart enough to understand what they're doing there. Hey, why are all these extractors in, like, uh, tanks and stuff up here? I don't under... You know, I'm just a scientist. I don't know what, like, we're... I don't know what drilling is. I'm just your friendly neighborhood biologist. <laughs> I only know plants. Yeah, they I'm put my... They upload my brain into another anything. body, but I don't know what, like, what this iron ore looks like. <laughs> One of the, God as damn, long as so the paycheck stupid. clears... Oh my god, it's so stupid, so dumb. That that bugged me when when he was like, "Look at this. This is what we're here for." I'm like, "Come on, James." Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a weird dead brother storyline at the beginning of this movie that we just it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. Like no, no point. Could have done entirely without that. It it just like. They basically are like, they need it to say, you're crippled, but, you know, we'll still take you anyway. And they need that for Sully's backstory to make it seem like, oh, he really loves this new body. But you could have just been like, hey, not have to make him in a wheelchair And he could have just been like, oh, all of a sudden I'm 10 feet tall and can run super fast. Like, that's cool. Like, you didn't have to be in a wheelchair. No. I mean... He didn't have to be in a wheelchair. He didn't have to have a dead brother. Like, all he had to do was be the chosen one, and that would have been fine. Okay. We don't know why he was the chosen one anyway. So, you're not explaining shit. They could have made... You're just wasting our time. They could have just made him a scientist, or at least... Or could have been like, hey, we need a military expert here to upload... For protection in one of these bodies, boom, done. Yeah, but instead they waste like thirty-five minutes of being like him going back and forth with Sigourney Weaver, like, "Look at this idiot," and 
It doesn't matter. No. Why does... I mean, aside from the fact that he's a paraplegic, why does Sigourney Weaver addict to him? It's not needed. Like, who so, else is she going to get from this pile of one person on this planet? That matches the DNA sequence to this one. Yeah, she's, he's just... He's just it's like, oh, like, I need your brother. There's a trillion dollar alien suit that you're all using. Like, it doesn't matter that he's a paraplegic. Yeah, exactly. If you can upload him into his body, what's the... Like, like what, why be a dick to him about this at all? Well, he doesn't know science. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, you didn't either. Ribsy had to explain it to you. <laughs> this is unobtainium. <laughs> That's basically this entire movie. Oh, the entire movie is just why is why is this happening? What is happening? Why is it happening? I don't understand. Can we stop? God, an hour and 30 minutes of that, really. Honestly. Um, yeah, everybody's mean to him. I said there's a throwaway line in the beginning of this uh, movie that if you if you blink or you don't pay attention for two seconds, which is easy to do, you'll miss it. Um, where he says where the guy's trying to sell him on going to space, which, okay, I'm in, fine. Like, you're, you don't have to really sell me on this. They're like, you'd step into your brother's shoes, so to speak. <laughs> like, just in case everybody didn't know, this guy's in a wheelchair. <laughs> he can't walk, guys. He's in a wheelchair. His legs don't work. Hey, look. Look at the look at the wheelchair. He can't he can't walk. See? Look at this guy. You know how we're all like standing upright? He can't do it. <laughs> like, what a line to put in the movie. That's mean. That's so mean. <laughs> I don't know. It was just su such a mean line by James Cameron to throw in the movie. Um let's see. It, the, I I wrote the world building is good, but you know, the dialogue stinks. Oh, when they first go into, um, and I know Dex, you had something to mention about this. When they first, there's no consequence or maybe it was Jake. You, they, there's no consequence to him running out of that hospital. Yeah. I was talking about this yesterday. Like he wakes up in the alien body and they're like, okay, we got to do all these reflex tests and like motor skills and blah, blah, blah. Like he's get hooked up to like a bunch of sensors and monitors and things like that. And he's just like, nah, fuck that. And runs outside immediately. And they're like, no, 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 you can't do that. Blah, 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 you can't do that. Nothing happens. He's not like dizzy. He's not like out of breath. Doesn't like, collapse. There's no, doesn't collapse. Nothing. It doesn't matter. Like he, he just runs off. Nobody's pissed at him or anything. He just runs off and it's fine. And then later on in the movie, like three or four different times, they say, oh, you can't interrupt the link in progress. And they just do it anyway. <laughs> like constantly and that also doesn't matter yeah you just close your eyes you're back in it you fall asleep and next thing you know like you're back in the real world and then you close your eyes in the real world and you're back in your alien it's, body. it's so stupid he gets that he runs out of that hospital like dude you're in a trillion dollar alien body calm down first of all like you're being <laughs> a dick right now and and <laughs> Like for as for as bad as the corporation you're working with is, like stop being annoying. But like, then the then the woman who had been being been being who 
who was a dick to him the entire lead up to this is just like, hey, I see you got your sea legs under you, sailor. Here's some fruit. <laughs> like, where did that come from? You were you were being you were being really mean earlier. I don't know. I also wrote these avatars are taller than I remember. They're tall as shit. Ten feet. Ten feet tall. And I just put it's like a bunch of Giannises running around out there. <laughs> bunch of bunch of all just arms and legs playing basketball. I forgot that they had them out there literally playing basketball. Really? I mean, like, what's the that? equivalent? Like, what are they? You're on a, Are they playing like a 14 foot hoop? Like, what's the difference? Like, what's the equivalent? Yeah, I guess it would have to be in like a humongous ball. Like, that's Jesus. Yeah, I, I, just a random like. See how tall these people are? It's just okay, James. Thanks, James. <laughs> we we get it. But they are tall as shit. It's kind of funny to see them next to nor- normal humans where you're just like, ooh. Um, let's see. But yeah, there's a weird uncanny valley when they, when you see their faces and then you come out and it's the the blue face. Mm-hmm. It, it looked like they tried to plaster the blue face or the, the human face onto the blue face. And it's just, it's, unsettling yeah yeah extremely um the big problem for me with the faces was uh i don't know her name zoe saldana's mom in this movie she has the weirdest fucking eyes like she terrified me she's like a dead fish whereas everybody else looked like they were trying to like have a human face or whatever but the mom God woman. CCH Ponder Pounder. Yeah, sure. Her eyes were insane in this movie. I could not handle. Is it Moat? Moat? Yeah. Uh, See, who knows? Who knows? (laughs) But Jake, Uh, I know you mentioned that is because they. You said it's because they have cat noses. I just think it just looks weird in general. No, it does. Like the. I don't. I don't know if the, if the intention was that the avatars look like they're pilots, because um, they look nothing like them. Like Sigourney Weaver's avatar looks nothing like her, and I, I don't know if this was the limit of the technology. I don't know if there was supposed to be like a a, a purpose full like this is what you look like as a human and you're gonna look different as an avatar so maybe there's some like metaphor and like the changing of the soul or whatever but it's they don't they don't look like their characters which is also part of the reason why all the actors are completely forgettable because their avatars look nothing like them so when you go back to scenes when they're just regular ass people again it's very jarring because you're like oh right you're supposed to be sam worthington you're supposed to look like sigourney weaver you don't. The one who really doesn't look like him is the uh, is the friend. Oh, um, uh, Norm. Yeah, Norm. Norm. Oh my God, Norm. <laughs> Norm Spellman. He really does not look like a <laughs> Norm Spellman. Good God. Um, we put no effort into naming these people, did we? Nope. Stephen Lang is Norm because he blends in. <laughs> Good joke. Um. <laughs> 
Stephen Lane is so over the top in this. I don't know what I called him. Scarface McBad guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where? And I, it, it shouldn't go without mentioning. He was the fat guy in Tombstone. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. Fat coward in Tombstone. Worthington is trying his best, and I don't, I'm not familiar with his filmography before this, so I, I won't fully comment on it. Um, I think Zoe Saldana is trying a little bit, but I think she's already starting to ride on that Star Trek money. And Sigourney Weaver just showed up to be Sigourney Weaver. Like, I don't think she went acting. Stephen Lang went full out in a room full of people that were somewhat trying. Stephen Lang was like, no, no, no. I'm going to be the dick colonel. I'm going to do my thing. Y'all are just going to have to deal with it. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and just James Cameron was just like, this, this it's is actually, what I need. <laughs> it throws a little bit of the film off balance because most of the time, like it's very peaceful and serene and like all the actors are somewhat phoning it in. And then when you get these military scenes, it's way over the top and aggressive. And maybe that was purposeful. Maybe it was just comment on the military complex or whatever, but it, it throws it off just like a little bit, how intense all the military stuff and, and contrast, but not in like a, Ooh, look at this juxtaposition way. It's more of a, Ooh, this is really bad writing way. It was such a military bad storyline, military bad earth. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't have I any. Mean, Everything here is going to try and kill you, bitches. And you're just like, God, man. Um, yeah. Cameron came out like this. This came out six years as we were into the Iraq war. Um, it's like Cameron came out and was like, yeah, part of the military thing was like commentary on America and the war. I was like, well, yeah, duh, dude. It's very obvious. Dex, who did you send in that group in the group? Who is that? That's Paul Phoenix from the Tekken series. Oh Dude, has the same haircut. <laughs> same like aggressive flat off. We're gonna That's who Steven Lang reminds you of. We're gonna tweet out a picture of Paul Phoenix from the Tekken games. It's been a while since the Tekken game came out, so you might not remember. We're going to tweet out a picture of Paul Phoenix. He reminds me of Stephen Lang's character in this movie. Okay, but please title it uh, Scarface McBad Guy from the film Avatar. <laughs> yes, let's do that. Nobody's going to know what we're talking about until they listen to this portion of the podcast. Um, it, it is such a, like, in every, and I wrote down every military person outside of Michelle Rodriguez, which what was her point of this movie but like everyone outside of her is a douchebag like an yeah. over the top like and i understand they're like guns for hire but like that's such a on the nose thing to be like everyone that signs up for the military is a dick they're just like no i don't like every everybody's like so war dude like Oh man, like definitely bought like a definitely bought a uh Ford Mustang type of war dude. Oh, for sure, yeah. 
spent their forty thousand dollars on a uh, a Camaro or a Dodge Charger or something like that, and got married at nineteen. That's who every military guy in this is. But yeah, and they're yeah. all like very excited about like ruining this alien planet. None of them are just like. I just want to go home. I'm just here for my GI Bill. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're all just like, nah, I'm all about fucking up these random blue aliens. Like, fuck them up. Let's tear down the house. It's going to be great. They're very excited to do a genocide. Very excited. <laughs> Hell yeah, we're doing genocide today. Killing women and children. Let's go. Yeah, Dex is absolutely right because we're presented. Like, this is what, like, the year 21 something, something or other. And none of the other soldiers are like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm only here because there's nowhere else for me to go. Uh, the earth is fucked, so there's no jobs for me, so this is all I had to do. I really don't want to kill the natives here. I'm, I'm just, I'm here for the paycheck. No, no, no. They're very happy to, like, uproot the tree and murder everybody. Why does the mech suit have knives? Like, that's how aggressive everything is. <laughs> <laughs> What is yeah, the point of the giant robot having a knife? We got this huge Titanfall aliens. You know what will go great with it? A knife. <laughs> God. And he has like a flamethrower. Not only do oh they my. have knives, they also have bayonets. Yeah, the <laughs> flamethrower has a bayonet. What is The flamethrower has a bayonet? Yes. <laughs> I never noticed that. Oh my God. It's so much. Uh. Scarface McBad guy going to work. What accent is Zoe Saldana doing? Nobody ever knows the answer to that question, just so you know. She played Nina Simone, and everybody was like, okay, what what are you going for here? What's happening? (laughs) Like, half of them sound like American Indian, and half of them sound like the islands. You know what I mean? Like half of them yeah, sound yeah. like maybe Jamaican or from the Caribbean somewhere. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, they just don't Matt, And she even slips out of it a bunch of times. So it's just uh, like a, yeah. it's like, it's a fine performance from her. Like literally all of it is mocap. So it's fine. And she kind of, she really commits to being weird. <laughs> The toy soldiers pick you sent of Stephen of Stephen Lang is uh, that's pretty good too. Dude, that movie that movie is wild. The wild look back on that. Um, sorry, got off track. But her chemistry with Sam Worthington, albeit in mocap, give him credit, stinks. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. Also, they. I guess had sex the one time and then she was like we are now made I wrote life. that I down like, when did when did that come up that seems like quite the escalation here when did we discuss that you, you think Jake Sully would have been like uh wait um I made a mistake uh, <laughs> wait, wait 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 you said for life <laughs> what no, did we I agree on that planet in like two years what are you talking about for life like for life for life <laughs> for life, live like, a couple of months. We live like three hundred years, like for life. Oh, okay. Well, forever, forever, ever, forever, yeah. ever. Well, uh, well, yeah. There's this thing I gotta, I gotta check back out at the uh, complex. I'll see you. Just untethers. Bye. <laughs> Later. 
<laughs> just telling everybody you will not believe what this what this alien tried to tell me for life um after one night, one night the rest of our lives this is gonna open up a can of worms that i'm not ready for but i i, I need to ask this question why would the government make the trillion dollar suit absolutely anatomically correct with all functioning parts if its only purpose was to mingle enough with the natives that they could steal um unobtainium why make all working parts that is a question i have never asked but also the question that needed to be asked because why a lot of this yeah. movie hinges I... on the love story hmm. and their connection and obviously they sleep together but why did the government spend trillions of dollars just so jake's avatar can mate and do they what also that... connect with their ponytails or <laughs> are they like ken dolls like <laughs> that's what i'm asking like if jake's avatar's only purpose is to be a military liaison and a bodyguard really just give him like enough enhancements to where like he can punch a hole in a wall and like protect grace but you don't need him a... he doesn't need all functioning parts he just needs to exist a little bit um they also kiss like real human people which i found unnerving i was mm -hmm. like like what they these aliens kiss the same? What if he tried to do that and she was like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, she was like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> what is, she, knew, but she, she knew exactly what that was like, but it was just kind of like, why would she know? Unless it's just like a universal, but it can't be. Grace is already yeah, teaching them English, so you like, might as well just... Not a... Yeah, I don't... <laughs> I did write down, I said... Uh, <laughs> I wrote down, oh yeah, we're doing some braid fucking <laughs> when, <laughs> when that scene came up. So like they're like that's how they do it, right? They I, I don't wanna we're di diving too deep into this. Yeah, no, we're we're thinking way we're thinking more than probably James Cameron thought, but these are questions that need to be asked. Wait, but if they do it with the braids, what does it mean when they connect to the dinosaurs and the horses? See, that's another that's a question I had when oh, I Oh no. That's a question yeah. I had when I first saw this film is because the braid is how you connect to the the whole world. So, how do you choose like oh, this person I'm in love with, so we're mating and no no no, no this is just my horse. No 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 no. no. I'm just <laughs> Stop it, Bray. This is, I'm just, I'm, I'm riding it. No, no, I'm <laughs> like for flying purposes. <laughs> totally mutual relationship. It's just not a, like, it's not a sex thing. Kind of seems like a sex thing. <laughs> Definitely not a sex thing. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> oh my. Mother Awa tells them <laughs> which connection they're making. Oh my God. That's funny. <laughs> um, uh, the emotional moments in this movie are way too over the top. Uh, we need this to be emotional. Yep. Go. And it's just like, <laughs> how could you do this, Jake? <laughs> ah! 
<laughs> like that's the exact range of emotion that it was like it's just like we're together for life i never want to see you again yeah she like couldn't believe like that he would do that to her or whatever but it's like how long have you known this person that you know is a human and was sent here for you know an actual purpose like he didn't just come to kick it like yeah. <laughs> this is always been a mission like and you knew this about the quote-unquote <laughs> sky people like why why did you mate with him for life why why him i don't understand yeah it's it like like you should like the whole thing was is that we don't want to accept you into this place because we know you're a human somewhere out there but she was just like ah whatever she brings him in almost immediately yeah, I wrote down I wrote down she's like she's like get away from me, but also I want you in here because you have a good heart. What? <laughs> what? what? Yeah. Let's talk let's pause on the good heart thing real quick. How did she make that assumption? Like based on what? That he didn't want to die? She like, saw the uh huge She saw the tree semen land on him and um decided it was that he was okay <laughs> yeah she, she like watches him fight off space wolves i guess and then she comes in and immediately kills all the space wolves like in, extremely easily mm-hmm. and Light then it's work. like i mean i guess you tried you have a good heart like, <laughs> i'll let you stay you, you did your best out here <laughs> well yeah she saves him and is like no this is very bad which I get, it's like everything's one with nature, but she like domes these things and it's just all of a sudden like, this is the worst thing that has ever happened. What? You can let him die. It's like, clear, clearly you do this a lot. Like, this is not the first time that you beat the shit out of some space wolves. Like, you, you bout this life. It's not that bad to you. Yeah. I mean, boo. I didn't like it. Boo. Um... <laughs> Boo this movie. Uh they added dinosaurs to this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just- <laughs> yeah, like the hammerhead rhino triceratops. Yeah, they yeah. just added pterodactyls to this for no reason. Yep. Um and actually for all of the dino or for all the uh, animal sounds, just rehash Jurassic Park dinosaur sounds. I heard that. Yeah. Oh, I okay. Good. I'm glad y'all noticed that. I was like, that's literally like, and it, granted, it was probably like, what Industrial Light and Magic or whoever did it probably did this or something like that. But I was just kind of like, that's the that's the same. That was a that was a raptor. Yeah. I know I y'all mean, just it, heard it, a raptor. It really is like um, <laughs> they brought in a. Because they're um, the company that was like the producing company in terms of CGI. I can't, um, it'll come to me later. Um, just did not have the space to render all of this, so they started bringing in other people, including ILM. So I'm sure they're just like, Hey, ILM, while you're rendering out for two days this one scene, can we borrow your Jurassic Park catalog? Steven Spielberg had to have seen this and been like, what the hell? I'm sure they're good um, friends, but like, it's just like, yeah. Uh, um, 
I think JC. Spielberg actually. I, this is a rumor, and I don't, I don't know if it's fully confirmed, but I think Spielberg like either got to help for like a couple of days on set because the camera system, the Fusion 3D camera system, once it was fully operational for Avatar, like Cameron brought in a bunch of directors to show it off, and um, <laughs> Spielberg was one of them. So I I I heard a rumor that like for a day Spielberg was like, you know, when I did this and this, like this is how you explore the world. Granted, I don't know what James Cameron really has to learn from him, but there you go. What a flex to be like to a bunch of other directors. Look what I did, you broke boys. <laughs> Come to my <laughs> set. Look at my new toy. I don't know. I thought it was funny that he put a full-ass rear naked chokehold on a pterodactyl. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's how he got him. Everything about that, everything about that scene, I was like, what? A lot of subtle dinosaur animal abuse in this movie. He just like, how will you know? It'll try to kill you. And that dude just was like, not today. And just like <laughs> rear neck and choked him. Also, what a terrible system of finding an animal. If it yeah. tries to kill you, that's the one that you want. No, that's not the one I want. If I get on a horse and it tries to buck me, I'm getting off that horse and leaving the stable. <laughs> Good. <laughs> How do you know which plane will we can fly? <laughs> if it crashes. If it crashes, yeah. That's the one. It just I just thought that was hilarious. I mean, he just he literally rear naked chokes a uh, pterodactyl. Um Let's see. The flying shots, I will give it credit. The flying shots in this movie do look cool as hell. Like, mm -hmm. those are the best things about this movie. For sure. Like, you feel like you're on a rock. For sure. And that's what I think maybe the ride... At, I don't know, but I think that's maybe what the ride at Disney World's based on. It is. It is? Okay. Yeah. They have uh, two rides. One, you ride on a banshee, and the other one, you go through... Um, the tree of life or the tree of souls or whatever it's called in this film. But yeah. Okay. Here's my prevailing question for this movie. Mm -hmm. Would earth convict them of a genocide? They committed a whole <laughs> the earth. No, if they, when they go back to earth in three years, Hey, how did you get this? They're not just going to ask any questions. There's not going to be any record whatsoever of a mass genocide of a group of known intelligent oh, earth species is, earth is totally in on it like yeah. they didn't just send a mining expedition and be like hey play nice with the locals like i'm sure it's fully in the contract like hey if we can't get on un unpainting them from these people just murder them it's fine who cares which isn't unlike what happened with native american peoples in america <laughs> this is just a mirror to what has already happened yeah yeah, like big yikes to America. Nobody wants to talk about that. But in the year of our Lord, whatever this is, 2200 or whatever it is. 2154? Is it, is it 2154? Uh, yeah, 2154. Sure, it doesn't, yeah, matter. It doesn't it matter. matter. It, they could have said 2022, and we would have been like, oh, yeah. Sure, why not? <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, Earth's not going to be like, hmm. Doing a genocide is bad. How about we don't do that? No, no. We have an energy crisis, and we need unobtainium. Yeah, Kill no. them all. I need the unobtainium. 
How do you discover that you need? That's that? what I was saying earlier. <laughs> That's a better movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like what? What were you doing before that you? Were they just like realized suddenly the unobtainium planet popping and being like, "Nope, this material doesn't work. This material doesn't work." And then finally they landed on Pandora and like, "Yes, this is it. This thing that looks exactly like coal." <laughs> yeah. Let's go underneath their giant tree of souls <laughs> that they've taken us to and just reach into the ground, pull something out. Oh, look, it powers everything we need on Earth. Why is this operation not bigger? Like, it's two scientists, a huge military. Like, you would think whole construction crews would be there, tons of agriculturalists. It seems like a pretty small operation for all of humankind to be reliant upon. Yeah, the way that they get uh, the way that they get the tree down, they don't even bother trying to cut it. They blow it down with with <laughs> missiles, like over the top. Yep. <laughs> Although that tree falling scene was yeah. bananas. Yeah, it did. It looked crazy. I wrote down that. They could have, if they wanted to make this an actual franchise, they could have cut to black, like, as they were dragging away Grace and Jake's bodies right? after that tree scene. Cut the black yeah. right there. Boom. Avatar 2. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I think there is literally... There's like another hour of this movie. I was going to say, there's literally another hour of this. After it. And then the most entertaining scene, scenes come when the last 25 minutes of this movie, not even the last, it's like 10 of the last 25 minutes of this movie are the entertaining part. Because the fight scenes, yeah. the fight scenes are good, right? Yeah. Except when all of those people on the horses charge and just get bodied. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Like they try, they try charging, and then all of a sudden, Norm's like, "We're falling back." It's like y'all are from Earth. Y'all know how this goes when they have guns and you don't. Like, what are you? What? Yeah, but Michelle Rodriguez got to deliver the line. You're not the only one with a gun, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh. What was her purpose in this movie? I to get them out that. of jail. Yep. Yeah, that's all she did. Mm -hmm. She got them out of jail. And she knew how to fly. Weird. Okay, this is what her purpose was. Dumb. Weird ex machina that none of the systems work in the mountains. They just added that in there. Yeah. They won't be able to detect us because like we've said an hour before, the systems don't work. And Michelle Rodriguez is the only one that can fly up there. Oddly convenient that she is this ace flyer. Yeah, why is she the only one? Because <laughs> uh, she was in Fast and Furious. Um, <laughs> she, she didn't want to train anybody on that, like, for future reference. Again, this whole... think that was a good skill for other pilots to have. Right. I feel like that's the first thing that they would teach you, like, hey, by the way, uh, our system doesn't work up here, so... Listen to our crack pilot who has mapped all this out. They're like, nah, nah she's crap. Don't worry about her. All Again, right, this whole mining expedition seems half-assed. Like, they're just like, send some people up. Give them guns. Send some contractors. All right, get on unobtaining them. I don't care. I don't care. Just get it. All right, so uh, here's the things you got to know. 
um, blue people. Aliens are real. <laughs> Aliens are Shocker. real. Um, Surprise. Yeah, they uh, they have sex with their ponytails. Don't ask. Don't tell. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> oh, God damn it. oh, you can't you can't breathe the air. That's a that's a that's a big one. What else? Um, what else? Hey, I notice our controls don't work up in the mountains. Now nah, we don't need to, no, to shut up. We not important. Not important. Are you sure? Yes. Shut up. Yeah, we're never gonna go to those mountains. Those aren't important. Yeah. The uh, government spent more time making sure that the ponytail was functional in case they decide to mate, but not enough time to be like, "Hey, by the way, this is how you fly around the mountains." <laughs> Just in case. Uh, Just I in said case. the. I wrote down the fight scenes are entertaining, but the arrows couldn't pierce the helicopter before. But all of a sudden, them jumping and shooting them into the pilot works now. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of shooting things at helicopters, when Grace dies, it's because oh that scene. Uh, mm-hmm. What's his name? Uh, fucking Mr. Bad Guy is like Scarface McBad shooting a pistol. Scarface McBad Guy is shooting a pistol into a helicopter. Like what? You're in an entire military base. All you have to shoot at a helicopter is a fucking pistol. Will, and whilst, might I add, holding his breath. Yep. <laughs> Did you Maskless. forget about that? Maskless. You've got 20 seconds out here to shoot down a helicopter. You're going to do it with a few rounds from a pistol. And you got lucky enough to just shoot the lead scientist in the stomach. Yeah, that's really stupid. They wanted you so badly to care that she died, and I when I had just forgotten. Absolutely I thought not. they. I thought, <laughs> yeah, I thought that they actually succeeded in. Tra- I forgot that they didn't succeed in transferring her body to Awa. I just f- forgot. I don't like. Okay, this is like one of the one of the. Most, most well-known actors of a generation, Sigourney Weaver, dies in a film, and I'm just like, okay, what's next? Please, can we move along? Jake, I see her. She's real. All right, so God exists. <laughs> we established um, that. The original, it would just blow it way, away. The original script actually had Jake dying and Grace being the one to transfer into the body. Eh. Maybe not original, but like one of the first drafts. That's a much worse movie. Yeah, that's probably worse. What were you going to say, Dex, by the way? I was going to say, is their god like just god of their little moon planet? Or is she like every other alien planet's god or is she like the universal god what is she the god of? well it makes you think because they all can connect to her and talk to their ancestors it makes you think there's like the gods just like living inside the planet and she's just like fuck all these other planets this is my planet basically they've just been doing a lot of ayahuasca and dmt <laughs> <laughs> And they're just like, I see her. She's real. Like, yeah. Okay. 
You've been doing a lot of a lot of ponytailing, haven't you? <laughs> a lot of ponytailing for you with that tree. You'll go blind if you do that enough. <laughs> they did the crisscross applesauce dance, and now you can see things in the sky. Good for you. Uh, I mean, it literally is like like the smoking circle or whatever in like Pocahontas or what have you. And it's just like when in it doesn't the tree talk in Pocahontas as well. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> I've been yelling this entire podcast. I'm so mad at this movie now. Yeah, uh, the tree talks. Oh good lord. And- um. Mel Gibson has the fantastic line in Pocahontas of, did that tree just talk to me? It's wonderful. I forgot that's Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. Weird. Right All at right. his peak, before he got a little very racist. A little very racist. Very much racist. A little, um, little very much anti-Semitic. Uh, <laughs> never forget. they. So they can just... Okay, I got a couple of things. Um, let's see. Yeah, he holds his breath to shoot going way back, which was so over the top. It was so stupid. Um, they they just forgive him because he shows up on a big dinosaur. Yeah, he showed up on, like, I guess their mini sky god, who's not actually their god, but, like... Kind of their god? The biggest thing they're afraid of i guess that they like fear and worship or whatever and they're like yeah it's all good but the thing that like caught me off guard was when he was like this is our land i was like hey hey bro this is this is not your land you are not a part of this (laughs) you don't get to have ownership here super i super huge white savior savior movie (laughs) this is our land what hour excuse me kind sir uh you led the people here that knocked down our holy land you want to take a step back no one was like not one person every single person was like he arrived on the he arrived on the back of the god dinosaur not one person was like anybody remember the tree we were just there yeah there's no consequences to the tree being torn down also they're just like okay we're good like we're gonna go back to war now also, there's multiple of these tribes. I should have known that, but like it didn't. We rode out to the four winds or whatever, and just like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, well, that's an interesting note that we didn't know anything about. Yeah, where were they when the tree was coming down? What were they doing? Do they care about the tree? Do they know about the tree? Are there no. multiple trees? I, there's probably multiple trees. Um, let's see. The, how scared would you be if you were a normal military person and all of a sudden a bunch of pterodactyls was like like falling on you? I would be freaking out. Yeah, even though I have mech suits and machine guns, like that's a whole other level of warfare that no training has ever prepared you for. Oh shit, 10 foot blue people are falling out of the sky. We didn't see this in Iraq. (laughs) (laughs) Holy crap. Like, hey, th- no thanks. You don't pay me enough. I didn't sign up for this. 
Sir, I did not sign it. Like we said earlier, no one is mad that they are going to do a genocide, except for Michelle Rodriguez. No, everybody else is completely on board. Yeah, you even have your like, you even have your like, I'm three months from retirement guy. You don't have like, I'm just here because I want to go to college guy. You, everyone's just like, fuck yeah, let's kill them all. In a movie full of every trope possible, they really did need the I'm three months from retirement, dude. Ugh. <laughs> uh, I'm too old for this shit. They didn't even have that guy. Oh man. Um, I shat on on Scarface McBad guy and how over the top he was, but him jumping out in that mech suit when the helicopter was falling was that was cool as hell. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. That was really cool. Sorry, sorry about it. It was way over the top, but I was like. When that happened and he fell and the helicopter landed behind him, I was like, hell yeah. That's the James Cameron. Yeah. That's Terminator James Cameron. Not going to lie, I was rooting for him to slit Jake's throat, like what he had him <laughs> held by the ponytail or whatever. I was like, I know it's not going to happen, but it would be pretty badass if he just like pulled this off right now. You're just like, ooh, so close. Get him. Fuck him up. Fuck him up. Uh, let's see. And finally, of course, he gets just owned by those huge arrows. Uh, (laughs) He takes like three to the chest, though. He's still like, he's still like kicking after a while. I don't know. Hard to keep down. One of those things I'm like, I'm split in half. Yeah, <laughs> sir, you have no more lungs. Like both of them are gone. You're you're still going. He's still going. Okay. Um, yeah. Again, it's a movie full of tropes. So of course we have to have the bad guy is not affected by taking life-ending damage. Also holds his breath again after the shield gets ripped off for like a minute and a half. Incredible lung capacity. Yeah, maybe that's why his lungs didn't get damaged by the arrow. <laughs> he's, got that, of, he's got Michael Phelps level long. I was gonna make this. I was gonna make the same joke. <laughs> um, is it weird or is it sentimental when they meet outside of the Avatar body? It was. Weird. It was weird, yeah, right? It, it was weird. It's weird. Um, She's like holding him like a baby. It's like, ugh. yes. That's so weird. <laughs> oh. She's like, oh, look at this weak little man. Gross. <laughs> you know, it, you know what it reminded me of, or not reminded me of, because I've never experienced, but maybe think of is like what a Tinder date in my mind would look like. Like, oh, you look nothing like your photo. Okay, <laughs> all right. This is. I guess this is what it's gonna have to be for me. It's like that scene in Forty Year Old Virgin, uh, where he shows up and they set up a prostitute for him. And it's like, a, and it's like a, it's like a man. And it's just like a six foot seven, like transvestite or something like that. And he's like, how did you know she was a man? Cause her hands were as big as her balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's just so funny. Like she's just holding him. And I was just like, uh, she's like, I see you. Ugh. 
did you like you think like maybe like okay this is a guy that's already had sex with an alien like do you think did you would would if he gets out of it and actually sees her without the like outside of the avatar do you think he's just like oh what did i do what did i do <laughs> what did i do <laughs> oh no 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 yeah Ooh. oof <laughs> Do you? Th how many other people do you think have had sex with the Avatar? Or have at least tried? Or do they have sex with like the other like humans that are in Avatar bodies? Oh, like the human. Both human avatars have tried to like do it. Yeah, there's like there's like oh. two humans. Oh, definitely. But they both have Avatar bodies. Definitely. That's <laughs> Jake like... and Norm on the side. Oh. Oh God, <laughs> man! We don't know who else is using these suits except for Jake's brother Norman Grace. We also don't know how like anatomically they were. There's the two basketball people. <laughs> That's true. Like, oh yeah, there's definitely like, yeah, for sure. Spend enough time up in space. True. Be like, you want to just. Take these bodies for a spin for a little bit. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's watching. These Again, there are no consequences. So even if they were, who's going to care? Yeah, it's like you're not getting fired. It's a trillion dollar product. These things cost for so much money. What if your avatar body is like really ugly, but you're hot as a human? So you're just a 10 foot tall human? Wait, what? <laughs> no like okay so you're you're on this alien planet or whatever you have an avatar body but your avatar body looks like absolute shit <laughs> and then but like as a regular human you're like a solid eight you know what i'm saying oh you try the avatar makes you worse like have, yeah that's what i'm saying so like do you do you try and get some as a human like what's the other humans or is everybody like nah man i want to do it as an avatar like what's i wonder what the ratio is here I've never thought about this. No one's ever thought about this movie in this much detail. Just yeah, no. like you know. yeah, this is very well. No, I bet you there is some weird fan fiction about this. Do not discount that. True. There is some. True. There is some terrible. Yeah, I made the rule thirty four on this. After watching this, I I like I went on Reddit and Reddit oh, is no. full of just like oh no hate Avatar hate. But one of the questions was like, hey, Reddit, what do you truly think about uh, James Cameron's Avatar? And like the first three comments were like, well, the Navi were hot. And I was like, oh, okay, we're going to do that. Okay. There are definitely a subsection of people on the internet that are just like Zoe Saldana Avatar fans. Oh. Um. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, let's see. <laughs> The answer to that, Jake, or the answer to that question, Dex, is they definitely do it in the Avatar body, regardless. <laughs> Fair enough. Just to answer your question, but yeah, you'd be. How mad would you be if you were you seriously were like a ten and you just like got into your Avatar body and you're just like it's worse. You're like God, man, <laughs> what the what the hell is this? Um, yeah, I uh. Just some more notes for me. Um, 
and I think it really we kind of touched beat on beat by movie by, of this movie. Uh, Giovanni Ribisi, Ribsy stinks in this movie. Yep, <laughs> not like as like an actor or anything. He's fine, but like his character is just the worst. I wrote that he looks like a budget Sam Rockwell, and yes. then I couldn't think about anything else. <laughs> it's like they probably wanted Sam Rockwell for this role. But they were like, mm, we can only afford ribs a year, so that's what we're going to do. <laughs> um, another note, they can just, like, magically, the Avatar people can magically just transfer. By- How do they know that that was a thing that they could do? <laughs> yeah, no, they, I they, had that same I question. about that, too. No problem. They're just like, this may work. <laughs> well, the way they approach it is... And then when it didn't work the first time... They try it again. Magic. Yeah. No, the way they approach it is like, this has been written in the ancient scrolls. Like, it, it there's some sort of implication when they try this that, like, this will work. They've never seen humans before. Like, they... The avatars are a completely a human creation. Like, have they been just shoving different species into their bodies? <laughs> or try? <laughs> like, a Rick good over point. there... Rick over there actually used to be a banshee. We just put him in a in a, a Navi body just to see what happens, and it works. So, right, just there you go. dude jumping around because he can't fly anymore. He just doesn't understand. This <laughs> is like, oh my god, Rick over there. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Also, what do you know? Like, like she was dying anyway, so it's fine. But they try this with Jake, and how like how do you know Jake's not going to be like? Up, oh, he's brain dead. Like we didn't, we didn't anticipate <laughs> that one. Oh yikes! Yeah, it's like this didn't work the first time. You just did this, like I don't know, yesterday, and now you're just gonna do it again, this exact same way. Like nothing, you're not changing anything. You just fuck it, run it back. <laughs> yeah, Jake's like, I gotta go. Not to be like, I'd be asking so many questions. He didn't even ask a question, not one. Did not get a second opinion. Didn't go to the other tribes and like, hey, these guys, uh, this is what they want to do. Do you guys think this is fine? Yeah, well, the other tribes have been like, those dudes are crazy. <laughs> they talk, they talk <laughs> to trees, dog. <laughs> what if this is like, uh, um, like no, the this. other tribes are like, the other tribes are like, you, you did what? You made it with who? <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Um, <laughs> did you guys see that the M. Night Shyamalan movie um, The Village uh, no I never got around to uh, watching Shyamalan's later work after Signs uh, the, the, um, I haven't seen it but I know pretty much everything about it the I don't know. Maybe one of our listeners will get the joke, but I was going to make the joke of like, what if in this universe, the Navi are like the village in that movie. And like, there's an outside world on Pandora of like, I don't want to say civilized because that seems cruel, but like not Navi that are just like, Oh no, no, no. We leave those guys alone. Like they, they have their own thing going for them. (laughs) Yeah. They like, yeah, we don't know what the fuck going on in there. They like make weird connections with like their horses and like pterodactyls. We don't. Eh. We let, we let them do their thing. Let them do their thing. Um, 
Yeah, that's really all the notes I had, and, and then I'll I'll end with these final questions. Okay. How much would this make in 2020? Because the only reason, and I won't say the only reason, it was a good movie. It wasn't the best. I, I maintain that Infinity War was better than Endgame, but we can talk about that at another point. Um <laughs> I feel the reason that Endgame ended up beating this movie was partly because it was just crescendoing from 20-plus movies, and they built up everything. Avatar making $2.7 billion off of one thing is bananas. And yeah, they had it in theaters. I remember this being in theaters. It felt like for a year, and they re-released it and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and no telling what this made on... like like. Uh, Blu-ray and everything else. Uh, But the reason I feel like Endgame beat it was because, yeah, it was a great movie and it was the culmination of all these things, but it was like the culmination of 20 plus movies. It had so much buildup behind it. Would this movie in 2020, this same movie, if you put it out, no context behind it, no world building, no nothing, would it make... 2.7 2.7 billion dollars. No. Um and I'm just, I can go first. Yeah, go uh, for it. Yeah, short answer is no. Uh, I think you can look at movies like Ready Player One or like Alita Battle Angels. We don't thing. really care. Mm-hmm. We don't really care about like stuff looking cool anymore in the same way. It's not gonna get you to 2.7 billion dollars just looking cool in 2020 and that's pretty much all this movie has to offer so i would put it in line with like somewhere between alita battle angel which i think was kind of a disappointment box office wise and then like ready player one which i think did fine for itself but not like crazy i think it'd be like somewhere in the middle of those two alita battle angel produced by james cameron james cameron Spielberg? Nice. Um, Written by James Cameron. I thought it was a Spielberg joint. Nope. Elite Battle um, Angel is James Cameron. Spielberg was Ready Player One. Oh, Ready Player One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> but Elite Battle Angel, they made you think like it was this big flop. It made $400 million worldwide. I mean, a $170 million budget, which is probably what this would cost, like Avatar would cost now to make. But like, yeah, it would do that. You know what I mean? Like you gotta have uh, like a good story now. Still, the only argument I have there is both those films, Alita and um, what was the other one we were talking about? It is Ready Player One. Those Ready are Player One. Both semi-existing IPs. Uh, Ready Player One was a really popular book, um, and Alita is a popular. Series is uh, is it a manga? I think it's a manga. Uh, so like those had a little bit of driving force behind it. Like people were asking for those films in some way or another. Like live action was a big push. Um, and so like those had some sort of background to it. The only draw Avatar ever had to it was look at the visuals of this film. This is a computer generated film that looks like real life or whatever real life was in 2009 
if you were to drop that today, it has no draw. Because again, there's no there's no story here. It's just a rehash of a of a story that we've been told over and over again. And so, if you take away the visual aspect of it, it's got nothing. Like, I think this thing would probably break even in the box office on James Cameron's name alone, and that's it. And look, James Cameron's put out huge films. You know, Titanic also is you know one of the biggest, highest grossing films. Terminator Two. So he's a genius filmmaker, kind of a dickhead probably by all accounts is what everybody is, you know, like I'm never going to meet the guy. So probably at least I hope not. <laughs> hope you don't listen to this, James. Uh, uh, you know, people, have, he's tough to work with. Jake, you were saying he staples people's phones to the wall. Like yep. if your phone like goes that. off in a James Cameron set, he will staple it to a wall. Like, dickish behavior if you if i do say so myself like see if i don't quit behind that james uh yeah and so like but he's like a genius filmmaker so he knows what what works i'm just interested to see knowing what we know about the last avatar and what we know about special effects driven movies now that don't have a back a story backing or a marvel backing What's Avatar 2 going to do? I have a... Yeah. I, it's going to make money. Like, like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the idiot because it's going to make a billion dollars just because people oh, are going to no, be like... Sure. People are going to be like, we got to see Avatar 2, right? And we got to see, see the phone. Yeah, it'll do a billion. I don't think it'll do two billion, though. I think it'll just do a billion. It'll only do a billion dollars. <laughs> what? Man. I mean, but when you're talking about making a sequel to a movie yeah. that made $2.7 billion, making a billion, that's a pretty big, like, gap. Yeah, that's uh, a good point. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not, I'm smart enough, I'm smart enough to know not to bet against James Cameron, because what film did Avatar beat in the box office, in terms of numbers? Titanic, Titanic. a James Cameron film, like... I, I somewhere along the line, I, I it's it's gonna be close. I I agree. I don't think it's gonna hit the two billion, but I'm also gonna be the person that's not gonna be surprised if they just somehow breaks the record again. I got nothing more to say other than a couple things that uh, if you want some good James Cameron content, look up the James Cameron jokes from South Park and. Uh, uh, <laughs> A Hulu, yeah, a Hulu show called Future Man, where James Cameron, I think, is the president, and uh, on accident, and they break into his house, and it's just a bunch of James Cameron jokes that Seth Rogen wanted to get off for some reason, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and also wrapping up, this didn't win Best Picture. Uh, his ex-wife. Which, good for her. Catherine Bigelow won for The Hurt Locker, which, hell yeah, because that's such a better movie. For sure. Yeah. And a better use to the military movie. Uh, For sure. <laughs> <laughs> like a movie have... that actually has something to say about warfare. And depth of character and good acting. And a storyline that 
hasn't ever been used. <laughs> Ugh, I'm so tired of this movie. Okay, so I put on Twitter, and we'll wrap up with this. It's 1 o'clock in the morning, so we'll wrap up with this. I uh, put on Twitter the most overrated movies, to name the most overrated movies of all time. And this for sure got our most content, like most responses ever. I don't know what, I guess people love hating on shit. Oh, for sure. It's the most popular thing on Twitter. Twitter exists for hatred only. Yeah, so no positivity. But um, I put name the most overrated movies of all time or ones that you think. And uh, I'll let y'all go first. What do y'all think? I put the Joker. That's recency bias. I think I can think of a better one, but y'all go ahead. Uh, I mean, that's that's what I had off the top of my head. I honestly did not spend a whole lot of time thinking about this movie or thinking about um, things. I think the easiest answers are the ones that always won Best Picture. Like, Shakespeare in Love gets yes. hated on so hard, which, granted, it's it's not that great of a movie, but it, it always gets, like, super hate, and it's because it won seven Oscars, partially. I mean, Avatar is up there. Oh, 100%. Dex, you have it. Yeah, I knew you had one. Yeah, mine. They're gonna take away my like movie take card, but uh, Shawshank Redemption doesn't do it for me, man. Oh, I, just, man. I can't. Fucking I, I can't do it. I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> it's good, and I appreciate that, but it's so long for no reason. I and nothing happens for so much of it. I don't Get know out. if I can be a part of this podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the entertainment value does not match the esteem for that movie is all I'm saying. I will hear that in. argument. But I don't think you're right, but I'll hear that argument. Um, Yeah, so here's some of the responses of people that... And like I said, I said The Joker. That's really recency bias. That movie stinks. But... uh. What do I know? It made a billion dollars. The um, here's one right off the top: Connorsaurus Rex, which is an interesting name uh, for this take. My boy. Take. Uh, my boy. He That's said, "I fear." Oh, hey. He said, "I fearfully submit Jurassic Park." Oh, you God! I'm I'm going to erase his name from my marriage <laughs> license. Hey. Ruining, ruining oh. relationships is what this podcast is good at. Oh. I don't know. I that movie holds up. The rest of them, not great, but like that one. No, yeah, the franchise does not do well. But I'll give World or uh, what is the, the most recent one was World, right, or something? Jurassic World Two. Yeah, I forget what it was. Jurassic called. That Fallen was, Kingdom. That's it. That one was terrible. The first Chris Pratt one was good, and the original one is good, but the, yeah, the rest are not great. The le- the latest one they put out was a piece of garbage. Um, it was so bad. But yeah, Jurassic Park doesn't seem like one that people are like overrating that much. Like I don't. It's not like that one comes up all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I don't. People are mostly like just like it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This one I can maybe kind of get on board with. And Jake, I don't think you're going to like this take. Uh, Benny Martin 86 on Twitter said uh, Blade Runner. 
I get it. I understand it. Dex. Uh, so my relationship with Blade Runner is weird because I have only seen it because we had to watch it for school when I was in a senior in high school. What? And that was my favorite class. Uh huh. So like I appreciate it for that, but I haven't like gone back and watched it since, so I can't be too mad about this take, but doesn't feel right. What they did with that movie is sort of similar with Avatar of how much like stuff that he was able to do in like nineteen eighty something. Mm-hmm. Uh Ridley Scott. Yeah, Ridley Scott was able to do um in that movie. By all accounts, Harrison Ford hated filming that movie too. But uh what they were able to do with the movie is interesting and what they were able to do with the new movie too and how that looks is interesting, but both are so it's like, whoo, it can get boring at times. Yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, it's, it's based on the pillow K dick book and obviously that novel, it does a much deeper exploration into the blurring of lines between what is human and what isn't but yeah the film it's a slow film and like if you are not interested in like the technicalities and the miniatures and like all the things that they did to make that film it's pretty damn slow like even as a detective film it's slow slowest of burns um let's see grant the top grant on twitter uh he had a take he said the departed (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, he's just wrong. Let's <laughs> let's just move on. You're wrong, Grant. I, Thank you for a, your submission, but you're wrong. <laughs> there is a subsect of this humanity that that does not like mob films, so I understand where they're coming from. I'm kind of part of that subsect, but The Departed is incredible. No, it's incredible. It is, and I'm a big and I'm you know I noted Scorsese. Uh, truther on this podcast but like i wasn't i wasn't gonna say hater well that you know that's the next one is because uh boho bougie or boho boogie i can't remember all always on one said uh the irishman and dex immediately put talk to him (laughs) (laughs) of course because she's right shit sucks man i don't even know if that's overrated anymore there's that is a small part of the world that is raving about its genius i think the majority of people are like Yo, this is just Scorsese just congratulating himself for three hours. I don't think. So, yeah, I don't think Go a ahead. lot of people like left that film going. This is this is a masterpiece. Yeah, so many people now like the main populace. I feel like is like boring. Moving on. Um, let's see. Milton Mailspin is at Twitter handle is D I A C nineteen eighty seven. Says The Shining which I don't agree with. I think that movie is incredible. I think it's one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. What? A lot of people don't like that film. Yeah. Surprisingly. And Dex, I know you've probably never seen it. You are correct. (laughs) It's uh, that is, that is the Halloween tradition in the Hicks household is we, we sit down and watch the shining on Halloween. You talk about like Midsummer and stuff like like movies that are just unsettling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Instead of just like jump scares and everything. That's one of them where you're just like you stop watching it and you're just like, "Ooh, I don't feel good." Yeah. 
and it's again it's a slow i don't burn. like that yeah it's it, it's a slow burn of a film i mean you're just slowly watching jack torrance lose his gd mind and to spice things up kubrick through like little unsettling things inside that the audience feels without being aware of it but if you look at it from a story standpoint even if you're like a film a fan of the stephen king book like it is a bit of a slow burn and if you're not interested into it you're immediately taken out of it stephen king noted hater of that movie too yeah oh god it's kind of funny to make his own into like a series was terrible yeah um don't have to read all. I'm I'm gonna go through these so we don't have to comment on all of them. Saudi three eight oh five three says Glenn Gary Glenn Ross never really delved into that one. Uh, let's see. Great Alex Baldwin speech. That's about it. Let's see. Yeah, that, that's anything that anybody remembers from that movie. And uh, Chris Wooden, uh, slow Dumars, agrees with you. Says Shawshank Redemption. Dex. Oof. Both of you. Out He's of a real life. one uh fx butterfly says first of all avatar is fabulous wrong uh i'm going with <laughs> thank you for retweeting all of our stuff we love you yeah. but you're you're very very wrong and um she's also wrong about this too i'm going with the hunger games movie was a snooze fest people are dying left wow. and right in that movie is that a sn- what the hunger i mean we just talked about a movie where people die for like two and a half hours and that was a snooze fest but yeah. hunger games not a snooze fest the third one of those movies stunk when they split it up into two books yeah or two movies they split the last book of the third one of those movies nothing happens uh so that movie is bad uh james uh let's see Sorry, jordan wooden james harden's beard on twitter said uh <laughs> said uh breakfast club which eh. oh i can see it yo i can see it you can nothing happens in the breakfast club i'm gonna disagree uh nothing so much happens <laughs> in the breakfast club uh have you like del dex have you delved into um any of those 80s movies from uh why am i forgetting his name Oh, um, God, because it's one of the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hold on. Sorry. Um, Cut this John, John Hughes. John Hughes. Thank you. Okay. Have you ever delved into any of those John Hughes 80s coming of age movies? Like Sweets? Or... Uh, I've seen The Breakfast Club. I've seen 16 Candles. Was it 16 Candles or Pretty yeah. in Pink. Uh, I haven't seen Pretty in Pink. They're, but... they're all pretty problematic in their own ways now, but they're all still good yeah okay i wouldn't say the breakfast club is bad but i can see how if you were told this is like the peak of like teen cinema or whatever and you watched it today for the first time you'd be kind of bored i see where you're coming from i like the movie so like i'm gonna disagree with james harden's beard um (laughs) the real james harden's beard i strongly disagree with it (laughs) no we do not slander uh the god on here um <laughs> all right everett manser getting some play on this podcast he says uh hear me out mm-hmm. like it's a great uh, he said godfather like it's a great oh. crime film and iconic and all but i don't know if it's actually that much better than other movies 
it shouldn't be as untouchable as we act like sometimes. Dex, you agree with this? I spot on agree with this. I don't fully agree with him on this. I think it's it's a classic, obviously. I think it's one of the greatest films of all time. But I do kind of agree that maybe the gap isn't as big as we act like. I'll sit on that take and uh, save it for a rainy day. <laughs> About to burn your house down. <laughs> just old, just just older movies, man. Sometimes don't. I love old movies. Like like any. I'll go back and watch black and white movies and everything else, like from like the '40s and '50s and '60s. Just sometimes they just don't do it for me. Like I just can't do it. And maybe I'm just dumb brain idiot, but like, I also need to watch, sit down and watch it in its, in its entirety. I've only, I've only, I've seen the movie in sections my entire life. Yeah, you gotta so, watch it. Um, I watched it for the first time a couple of years ago. Like we did a Twitter watch party of it, basically. Um, I think it was like 2017, 2018. So I hadn't seen it until then, and it took until probably the Chris ending scene for me to be like, okay, I get it. This is one of the all-time greats. So, yeah, I gotta sit down and really probably rewatch. I may have a different attitude, um, but it's a it's it's a boomer classic. Uh, that's all I have to say. Um, Damn. <laughs> uh, we love our boomers. Um. Badger Bear 87. What a name. It says Dirty Dancing and Steel Magnolias. We can leave that one be. Steel Magnolias made me cry. Well, we don't have to talk about it. Uh, yeah. Bayloretta. <laughs> uh, she says The Goonies. The God. She says The Goonies. I do not agree with that. Eh. I, I don't either. <sighs> Rachel, I love you yeah, dearly. Uh, You're my best friend. Her- How dare you do this to me? <laughs> Let it be known. Text her right now at one in the morning. Don't do that. That's it's, weird. It's only eleven where she's at. Oh, do it. Tell her she's wrong. Um, <laughs> this one I really don't agree with, but it, this take isn't new. Um, sorry, I gotta find his name. Brathit on Twitter at Brathit. He's from Florida. I don't know if he knows any of us, but he says Forrest Gump, and that's my favorite movie of all time. Oh, I'm sorry, Royden. I oof, oof. But about to keep that off the pod. Oh God, no! Why? Because I watched it when it was You're nine, f- when I was nine, and it just stuck in my head forever. I love Tom Hanks. I I watched it the first time in college because I had, you know, never got around to it. Not really a thing in the Hinton household, but uh. That movie's just so long, man. It's like it's, it's not over. Like we're not done. It is the story of the forgotten years of America. I They're forgotten for a reason, Jake. Oh, I gotta oh. tell you, I gotta tell you, <laughs> it's not as good as I used to think that it is. Like going back and like, but like I've watched it so many times, and I just love what it means to me in my life. Yeah. So like that's, that's why fair. it's my favorite movie. But going back and watch it, there are problems with that movie, <laughs> like huge problems and like plot holes and everything else. But I love it, and you can't take that away from me. 
for me, it was like the first like hour and 20 minutes. I was like, okay, I love this. This is great. And then it kept going. And I was like, Ugh, I, can we stop, please? <laughs> I understand. I get it. But shut up. Get off the pod. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Uh, okay, we'll run through. A lot of Titanic takes. Yeah. Multi- like a lot of Titanic takes. I don't hate Titanic. It is a lot that man, it was so long. It came in two VCR tapes. That's how long that, that yep. movie was. And you had to know which <laughs> get problematic on. You had to know which one. Of, I think it was the second one of those VCR tapes had the titties on it. <laughs> we'll leave that one to you. I have no comment on that. Hey, when you were like, <laughs> when you were like 10, Kate Winslet? Yeah, yeah, you had a VCR tape that wasn't censored. (laughs) Sir, my mom listens to this podcast. Sorry. Uh, Jake's mom. (laughs) She just listened to you ask if Blue, what is anatomically correct with an avatar? Do not give me this for liking liking PG 13 titties when I'm 10. <laughs> do not give me do not shame me. <laughs> not gonna be sh- uh, uh, we may have to cut this out. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh god, it's so late. Um yeah, there's a common theme with Titanic. Uh Joe Nesbitt uh says out of Africa, which I've never seen, which is uh, throwback uh, with Robert Redford and Meryl Streep. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Also, I feel like there's got to be a story there. There's got to be some reason that was on his heart. Like, yeah, that like out of Africa. Yeah, that's that not a movie that gets talked about a lot. So. It won a bunch of Academy Award. Was nominated for a bunch of Academy Awards and stuff. But like, nobody has that. It's it's like not in the cultural like zeitgeist. Yeah, it's not in the zeitgeist. Like, Godfather's still in the zeitgeist, but, like, out of Africa? He was like... Yeah, there's got to be a story there. No. Something happened. <laughs> no, this movie is shit. Like, you're just like... <laughs> um, let's see. Royal Prince 22 says, uh, uh, Castaway, which, how dare you? Uh, and, yeah, that was it. Yeah, that... Yeah, he's wrong on that one. That one's just... That's just bad. That's a bad take. Oh man. So this has been Avatar review on One Take Pod. Goodness gracious. I gotta get up for work in the morning. It's one fifteen. Um All right, should we take it home? Take it home. Take it home. Oh my god. Braid sex and Titanic titties. That's what we're talking about on this podcast. Um <laughs> Titanic titties sounds way worse than what it actually is. Uh, <laughs> don't mean to offend. This is all jokes here, folks. Um, <laughs> all right. So you can follow us at the one take pod. That's number one take pod on Twitter. Uh, thank you to all the interactions that we've gotten here recently. That's been uh, really cool to see. Uh, Dex had a viral tweet. So we've getting we've gotten a little bit more play about that. A viral tweet about Texas Roadhouse. 
Hey, man, get them where you can. Who would have thought? All right, that's how we advertise. So we just follow up uh, Dex's viral tweets with our advertising. So you can follow us at the One Take Pod on Twitter. You can email us at onetakepodcastshow at gmail.com if you have any questions. Be sure to find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Simplecast is where we are hosted. Be sure to find us there. If you rate and leave us a five-star review and you write something down, and find us on Twitter, or you just even write it in the comments what movie you want us to uh, review, we will eventually do that movie. I know Mallory mm-hmm. uh, left a review, and she wants us to do Midsummer, which if we get a 1,000 all-time downloads, Dex is going to have to watch. So make that she happen actually, as well. She told me what she's going to pick, and I, I, think, I think they're going to be good ones. It's not Midsummer. Oh, it's not. It is not. Oh, but I'll also drop that fact. If we get a thousand all-time downloads, we have to watch Midsummer. And uh, Jay or Jay, not Jay Dex doesn't like horror movies. Not at all. That's not my thing. So I don't do it. We are so. about four hundred away. So if you can give us a thousand all-time downloads, we will support Florence Pugh in a way that has never been done before <laughs> on this podcast. Um, we we need. 376 more let's do it that'll take 18 more podcasts but we'll get there uh (laughs) so anything else that i'm missing five star review write the name of the movie that you want us to talk about and we'll do it because we're all in quarantine and we may be for the foreseeable future yep all right dex hit him with a hat check Uh... Hashtag support Florence Pugh. She taught me how to cook butternut squash soup the other day. She's the queen of my life. Thank you. Also, shout out to Caitlin Deaver for posting extreme quarantine content that we're all here for. Um, just wholesome, wholesome content on uh, on Twitter.com. Or not, no, on Instagram.com. All right, one more time, Dex. Hashtag support Florence Pugh. Hashtag wash your damn hands and stay inside. We're out. <laughs>